Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Conversation is Podcast. I'm here with Joshy Boy. I'm back once again. Again, this is like episode 69, right? Mm-hmm. Something right, like yeah. that. It's, well, been, it's what, been a while. What are we doing? We are doing Joker today. I was about to say the Joker, but it's not the Joker. It's, not, it's, it's just, just Joker. Joker. Yeah. Directed by Todd Phillips, bro. Mm-hmm. He wrote that with uh, Scott Silver as well. Nice. Who's uh, worked on a few uh, DC films. DC films before. Well, no, he actually hasn't, no. Has he's he? a long person. No, he worked on, well, he worked on X-Men Origins Wolverine, so... Okay, I so mean, that's that's not a great start. <laughs> no, I, I confused him with um, David S. Goyer. You know, the guy who wrote, like, Batman v Superman. Or oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, written, like, every comic book film, pretty much. Was this produced by Bradley Cooper as well? Yeah. It as was in, it, and as it, in, it was going to be produced by Martin Scorsese as, as well. In Bradley Cooper, Bradley as in, Cooper. Yeah, Starsborn. Just had to watch the other day. Fair. Good film. Anyway, Fair. I just want to ask you, uh, what do you think of this film? Just as a whole, like, what's your... Uh... I don't want to know what I think of this film. I will, no, that's actually. why you're doing it, because I want to um, know. I think it was a good film. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think um, Joaquin Phoenix, Oscar-worthy. Um... I don't think it's as good as people made it out to be. A little overrated. I think it's a little bit overrated. I think I'd still give it like a seven and a half, eight out of ten. Like, which is like a respectable score. I don't think it's a masterpiece, though. No? I don't think it's no. a masterpiece. Well, it's not really a masterpiece, though, is it? No. Like, it, it is. There's a few... I have a few gripes here. I probably there, agree with you on that. Like, I mean, the first thing for that is obviously the story, isn't it? So... You know, there's bits that don't need to be in there that feel a bit kind of forced. The Wayne family were too heavily involved in the story. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh, definitely, yeah. Hands down. And the reshoot at the end, which which I fair play to you. You noticed it was a reshoot when we were first watching it in the cinema. You were like, That's a reshoot straight away. It was yeah. the um the Wayne murder which didn't need to didn't be need in there. there. Yeah. No. And and I'll tell you for why. Uh, tell <laughs> you for why. Uh it's, it's it's for me it just felt weird because like the entire film, he's in every, you know, Arthur's pretty much in every shot, almost, yeah. you know. And, it's, then, he, and then the, one, the one, one scene one that he isn't in is the way murder. Yeah, it's the longer scene that I, I think he's not in, or not at least in a frame. Yeah. Because it's, it's a huge character, you know. Mm. Well, the story follows everything that he does. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't And he focuses on just him. There's no one, it's no literally one, it's, just him, He exactly. is the focus of the film, and that's like... You don't get a lot of them. Like Taxi Driver's one as well. That's he's why. In, you, yeah, he's in like ninety nine percent of the you film. You can you can you can see the influence from Taxi Driver in this film. Yeah, oh um, definitely. You know, it's kind of the same film, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say apparently. So there's like an original ending of of the hospital scene. Right. So he's in hospital. He laughs and chuckles and says, "Oh, I was thinking of something funny." And what was supposed to happen was you flash back to the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, and it was him killing Thomas and Martha Wayne, and the boy was screaming and crying. And he turned to walk away, and he turned back, shrugged, and shot the kid. And that's the credits. So they don't show it doing the riots. He kind of recaps, and then there's like a flashback of him. What do you think of that, though? Would that have been better? Do you know what? When you were originally saying that, I was like, no, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Why? Would, if it's if it would be even worse if it was him who and killed... Then, who and killed. then you let me finish the sentence, and, and then, then <laughs> you realise, oh, And then shit, he, yeah, he, kills, he kills Bruce Wayne as well, and I was like, that would have been fucking great. Yeah, I that would have been amazing because that would have that would have taken the entire Wayne. Yeah, it would have it would have it would have like, changed exist. it completely. Batman it does not exist anymore. Yeah, it would have been an amazing way to just make it a solo film. Yeah, that would have that would have been like the that but could have been I, the closure not, that we. I'm needed. not sure that's what Kevin Smith said on Fat Man Beyond. 
Um, <laughs> he said that was a pioneer alleged alternate ending for Joker. Um, it would have been bleaker, obviously. That would have been amazing. I think that would have been. Oh that, my god. I think there could be a version of that out there. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe, yeah. maybe there is like, and I'm not gonna go on like a Phillips cut, like the Snyder cut kind of thing, but you know, yeah. release the goddamn Phillips cut. <laughs> I need <laughs> to see this. I need to see him shooting, you know, the Waynes. And but it's Bruce. not just it's not just that it's the Waynes. It's Bruce as well because at that point it completely completely cuts it off from the rest of the Batman world and it becomes its own like standalone yeah, yeah. story and it becomes stronger as a standalone story because so that way that, that way then the whole the whole Thomas Wayne situation as well makes exactly. a lot more sense but it's like and it's also like cuz he, he obviously he obviously killed everyone who kind of wronged him in his yeah. own mind throughout the film you know he left a few people but then it stopped uh, it stops us from re, you know expecting the rest of the story to be you know the rise of batman and how Bruce yeah, Wayne yeah. Come, come, comes up that changes our like... expectations for if they were to do a sequel or the f- changes our expectations of what we think happens after the film's events and it makes it a stronger film for it because it's completely separate from the original batman universe yeah and it's amazing and it would have launched that whole dc dark universe to, um, exactly Warner Brothers, uh, you don't Brandon. need batman in that shit don't need ba- no i don't need batman but I, think, a whole villain I, think, thing, like... I think they could have even just left it at that like it would that would have been an amazing standalone film oh yeah like it is an amazing standalone film and i'll tell you for why because <laughs> i'm gonna believe that's the ending what, regardless <laughs> I'm just, of what I'm happens just... now? Something else you realise they're gonna they're gonna haven't they already announced they're gonna do a second one? Yeah, 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 they have. I don't I know. Just don't know. Where, yeah. where do you think they'd go from there? I mean at this point Batman could still exist, so they could go down the route of like fucking whacking Phoenix having a cameo in the Batman. So like the Batman Rob Patterson is set in like the nineties. Yeah. So obviously I guess. this this was set in nineteen eighty one. So that could be set 15 years later so he's been incarcerated for 15 years how old is he meant to be at this point though? i think he's supposed to be like 30-ish because that's 30 i know because joaquin phoenix like, is like he's 50 for- isn't he? he's 45 i think joaquin phoenix is um and he looks considerably older yeah than he's 45, 45. Yeah. he just turned 45 he looks so. considerably older than he he actually is in this, in this i'd give well. him like 35 at a push oh no i'd say he's like 45 and i think it's because he hasn't 40. got beers but he, I feel like he has to. He has to be like. 40, that means 45. he could be. That means he could play forty-five-year-old then, because he'd look forty-five. It's not like an Irishman situation when it's like considerably <sighs> awful CGI for Robert De Niro. If he like actually is meant to be thirty, old. I can kind of see it because then fifteen years later will make Bruce. I don't know how old Bruce was meant to well, be. Well, I think he's. he's meant to I be think about Bruce 10, is about ten. So if you think so about technically it, technically right? he could be twenty-five, fighting forty-five-year-old Joker. There could be a theory. I, it's not going to get made, but this could make sense if they wanted to go down this route. So like you know the Batman. Yeah, and, he, and obviously Rob Patterson is clearly going to be playing like a younger Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's what, like 20, oh, course, 27, yeah. 28? I was thinking, what if he's playing a 25-year-old Bruce Wayne, all right, and it's set in the 90s, so maybe 1996, that would make it 15 years after 1981, yeah? So yeah. The Joker could appear in this kind of uh, timeline then. Do you know what I also Because that would, that would kind of match up as well. Do you know what I don't think would match up, though? The tone of this film doesn't work, wouldn't work for a Batman film for me. No, no. I think you'd have to change so much about how how the film plays out if it was to be a Batman film with the Joker in it. Or I think that Joker boils out to a lot of the with... cinematography in this film, though, because yeah. there's a lot of handheld kind of footage which puts you like you know right and it's a lot of close-ups of arthur as well yeah but this is and this the batman is, like, is a lot of action shots there's a lot of wide shots but you can what i'm saying is you can do a realistic take of the joker like this and it's kind of like you know grounded in reality yeah and you know it's something that 
is relatable to real life whereas Batman, you can't really do that because it's a guy, you know, yeah, know. running around the in city, like a suit, in, a, yeah. like in, in a suit with bat, yeah, bat ears on it, Christ, yeah. <laughs> fighting people, flying from rooftop to rooftop. Like, it's just not the same. You no. wouldn't be able to do it. The Joker, you can have as a normal I'll person. I'll tell you who could, you could get story. that. Robert Rodriguez would do a great Batman film. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh my I'd God. pay to see that. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez oh Batman film. Please get that made. <laughs> we need Please. that right now. Um,. Acting though, like how good is Joaquin Phoenix? It's the, Joaquin Phoenix is the only one you can really talk about in extensive detail because he's the only one in all of the film. And that's what I mean. Yeah, and he's Joaquin just, Phoenix, and he's great. He's brilliant. Um, I like just the physicality of it as well because I think that's something that a lot of actors forget about is you know yeah. how you can you portray someone phys- phys- like their physicality. Like <sighs> he's very cartoonish. You know, yeah, when he takes his he shirt off and his shoulders and, are yeah, all yeah, like fucking bent bony, and yeah. shit. Yeah. That's like proper cartoonish and I like it because it's like, it's it shows how it looks in, you know, real life setting. Yeah. I just, it's weird. I don't think he's a method actor as well. Isn't he? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think he is method. He's not one of like, the, you know, the, the he's not like a crackhead, no. Yeah, yeah. In fact, no, he kind of is, but he's not that kind yeah, of crackhead. I think, I, think I, b- I believe in method acting. I think it's a good, a, oh, a good yeah. concept. But you have to be a crackhead to do it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be a crackhead. I mean, you have to be able to do like, wheelies what, what no was, what, was, what, was, what was Jared Leto doing when he was trying to... When he was oh, he was, like, he was, he was like sending like rats dead, rats dead rats to and people. Like dildos and... and yeah, and you're just... You're, at that point, you're just like, you're not even method acting. He used condoms. Was it his jizz in there? Who knows? It could be the rats. It's like... No one Jared Leto. It's like, are you really method acting at that point or are you just being a douche and blaming it on the character well, you're there playing. Was, there was a thing actually funny enough with Robert Patterson on the on the set of the lighthouse. Oh, and apparently right. oh, yeah. he was like, I think oh, he was gonna, I think he was pissing his pants a lot. I think it was is a scene in the film where he's like cuddling up to Willem Dafoe, and I think he's like really close to fucking like being sick. <laughs> like he's trying to make himself get sick for some reason, and Willem Dafoe can like smell. You know, like the barfing and all that. And like he's just only, like, I feel like, if he doesn't stop, I'm walking out. I feel like they only do that because they now realise that they can probably be slightly unacceptable. But just, because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. because they're playing a character. But like the thing, he used to roll around in mud and get really dirty, so he smelled really oh, bad. Oh, for fuck's sake! I think that's just weird. Like, I'd, like, I'd just be like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, it's fair anymore. enough getting into the mindset of a character and like you know becoming them for a while, but not becoming them to a point where you can't pull out of it when you're not in work. Yeah, I think that's just weird. Uh, you know, there's things going on in their heads that just don't make sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the whole thing with the whole thing with Jim Carrey in uh, uh, Man in the Moon. You know, he's playing Andy Kaufman, and he he's like goes with problem. Mm. There's a documentary on Netflix about it. It's just weird, man. He went off the rails on that film, like pretending he was him. And yeah. when you when you're playing someone else, not a fictional character, that's kind of when it tips to the point of like insanity. Mm. I don't know, but I don't think he was like I don't think he was method acted in this, but he. It was a good performance. I have a good question. Right? Oscar worthy, as you said. I have a good question for this. Very good question. Him or Heath Ledger? In fact, actually, while we're while we're doing well, this, let's just rank our jokers now. <coughs> you can go first because well, mine's quite I mean, controversial. I'd have, to, right? I'd have to. I'd have to include. I mean, Mark Hamill's hundred percent top for me. Well, number just, one. Yeah. Yeah, just purely because he's he's voiced the Joker in so many. So oh, many oh obviously, oh, only, only, but only. Rate ones you've seen as well. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, yeah. you can't rate up you haven't seen, but oh yeah, of course. Yeah, um, be honest. I'd go Heath Ledger. This is going to be a controversial one. Okay. 
because I'd go Heath Ledger um, probably second. Then I'd go with. He's gonna be. So, I'm gonna say Cameron Monaghan from. No, Goth, that's fine. From, that's from fine. Gotham. He, he was great. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And then Jack Nicholson. And then Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Oh, Jack Nicholson. I forgot about Jack. Yeah, Nicholson. yeah. Ah, the no, OG. To, no, he's not the OG. He's really, he's really nice. good. I think there are a lot of good. There are a lot of very good um, Joker performances. The only one that's really bad is Jared Leto. If I'm being honest. He's not even on the list. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, exactly. mate. I'm just, just, he's the it's only just one who's weird. really bad. I think that's a lot of what a lot of people don't really consider is if I say, oh, this one's better than the other one, they'll just be like, oh, he hates this one. It's like, no, that's not the truth at all. That Joker is very they, good. They really try to cater to a younger audience who had never, who had never really had oh, exactly. their own Joker. Exactly. Like, you know, for like, and he was, very, he was very teen angsty and it really, we, really fucked me off. <laughs> we grew up on, I mean, you'd, you'd say Dark Knight, but we were probably like, what? Well, we probably grew up on Dark Knight, in it. You know, we we're about twelve years old. That was our Joker. Mm. But we did have a bit of like Jack Nicholson. We had a, we grew up on Mark Hamill. Sorry, like if you watched the oh yeah series. The, the animated series, I watched the and, and obviously series. the Ar- he came back for the Arkham games. So we played a lot. Oh, of that. He was in a lot of stuff. Man. He like, he did. A, he's done a yeah. lot, and he's my number one by far. Just because I just love the way he I just love his voice for it. I don't love about the fact he does the same voice for a lot of characters he's doing recently. Who? Mark like he, he was he kind of replayed in The Flash, but he used the same laugh. Oh, he and, played um, the trickster. The trickster, yeah. And so he, of course he did he something recently. The voice, the voice acting of something recently, and it sounded exactly like the Joker. And it's just like, okay, you can't, you can't get away from that. Wasn't no. he? Didn't he voice him in Batman Beyond as well? I think he did. Yeah. I don't know actually, but um, I put Joaquin second. Um, yeah. You think he's better than his ledger? Yeah, the main reason for me, I just prefer his style. I like the style of film. This is like I like the eighty set, but uh, Dark Knight is great. But oh, after yeah, watching but we're talk- this, we're talking specifically about the. I know, but I like the, the character fits in with the setting so so well. There's just like like the way he acts, his mannerisms. He yeah, actually feels uh, insane because it's you know we're seeing his origin yeah. for starters, so it does give you a bit more of a backstory to it. I don't care the fact that you know his name. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't get the whole fanboy thing of like you should never know Joker's name. Like no, just because he's not meant to be a person. He's not meant to have who an cares? identity. Maybe this isn't even the real Joker. Yeah, we Maybe discussed this that is like, possibility as you well. You know, there's um same thing they did with Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, not actually the real got the real Joker. It's just like, but this is like this is like an alternative reality. Mm. So like a different Earth. You know how they have like you know the multiverses yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this could be like, you know, I think the films are new fifty two. At the, the new Fifty Two kind of uh, era of uh, yeah, yeah, DC, yeah. I think that's what they are now. Um, I think it's new Fifty Two now. But no. this is um, this could be a, like an alternate reality where the Joker, like he actually has an origin. But see, that's and Batman that's doesn't why, exist, and that's, that's why, why they should have kept the original I, ending. Yeah, that's why I like the, the fact that he would that he would kill um, Bruce, Bruce, in the, at the end because then it becomes it be- it really becomes like it's, reality. It's, it's a one timeline where Batman because never exists. For this. For this, the end of this film, it kind of just seems like it's just going to lead into, you know, Bruce being Batman. And mm-hmm. I feel like that wouldn't suit this universe, Bruce being Batman. No. Because it just it just wouldn't. And I think that's actually now what I'm realizing. That's probably the reason why I don't like the ending so much. Is because a Batman in this universe wouldn't make sense. And they've kind of led yeah, us to believe just, that it's going to happen. They should have they stuck with that yeah. alleged uh, Because the way, the way they've set it up, a man fucking fly, like I said, a man flying around rooftop beating up criminals in a rubber suit is not going to make any sense in this t- this universe. Oh, no way. Because of the way they've set it up. So I think that's my bit. That's my gripe. That's I've, I've been finding a way, been trying to find a way to word it recently. And like that is that. I think like, I think after you've seen it for the second time. As yeah, well, exactly. 
it's just yeah. the way the way they've made the the universe feel it just wouldn't it would it would be very off-putting very jarring to see batman in it let's fucking hope we don't do it then let's pray <laughs> oh Come we on, don't, don't do it oh they, you know they don't need it we don't need a batman in this dc you know they're gonna say black him up. universe they're gonna say, i don't think he's gonna be fully in the second film i think he's gonna be set up in the second film just have a cameo ben affleck's back <laughs> ben affleck <laughs> just just appears like i reckon just this like is gonna suicide be squad. i reckon this is gonna be a couple of years later after um bruce wayne has had like you know yeah, he's, like, he's as I said, uh, fifteen yeah. years later. I don't think no, I don't even like... think it'll be fifteen years later. I think this could be like five years later, and it would still it'd be Bruce Wayne like fifteen years old, and it oh, would lead it would lead into the events that him to be him of him becoming Batman. So similar to how it is in in Gotham, I think they'll do oh, that yeah, kind of younger, time yeah, period. Yeah. yeah, he'll still be quite young, but he's he's getting older now, like because hmm. they never really explore that kind of age bracket for Bruce Wayne, do they? Is he no, either, he's true. he's either a kid? like 10 years old or he's like 30 <laughs> they never ex- they never like explore like the you know 15 to 20 years old bracket other than they did you know when they went when they looked at it in gotham like yeah but I mean, like, also makes me excited for the new batman though mm. just i'm looking forward to just i like you, you know we did you watch the lighthouse with us the other night um i watched yeah. a little bit of it yeah Right, so you've seen that now. And I'm still uh, not convinced. About right, because obviously Pattinson. since the last time we've done an episode, right, you hadn't seen Good Time. Yeah, Good Time and was you haven't good. seen The Lighthouse. We didn't watch all The Lighthouse. I don't think. I think it. I think it. It didn't really convince me that you can play Batman. No, but either time. <laughs> did it kind of give you a new kind of sense of his acting prowess in a way? You know, you step aside. You don't think about Edward Cullen anymore. You think about like, holy shit, he was so good in Good Time. Yeah, I kind yeah, kind of, but at the same time I still don't think he has what it takes. I don't think he's the right fit for it. I think he's a very good actor, but you know, Bruce Wayne is a very It's very interesting though. Are you are you, uh, you must be intrigued a little bit to watch it cuz you... I I will be intrigued cuz I want to see how they how they actually like manage well, to put well, it off. With Andy Serkis as a Andy Serkis as Alfred, Alfred, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, I mean like anything aside, right? The cast is pretty stacked. I'm excited for Andy Serkis. Is I'm just not sure that Andy Serkis is the right because they did it. Do you know what I noticed? They did it in this film as well. Is that they don't they keep forgetting that Alfred's meant to be like you know uh, he he was meant to be like in the Marines. He was like a fucking he was an he was a fucking legend, Alfred. Like he was a top fucking like fighter. Um, he was in the fucking wars and shit. He's like a war veteran. Yeah, well, I mean, Andy Serkis. He played uh, Celius Cole. He looks he's pretty oh, fucking fuck hard sake. as fuck. Gollum. He knows a little... Oh, no, shut up. Dude, uh, fucking Caesar. For, don't don't but, you dare. <laughs> Sorry, I zoned out a second. I was looking at uh, Batman stuff. But I'm back and I'm going to shit on you. No. Don't shit no. on me, uh, No. I'm, I'm sorry. Andy Serkis no, is... He's, he's too buff. It's the same, it's the same with... Um, I want a frail Alfred. Like the kind of one you'd put in a fucking freezer, like in Lara Croft. Just leave him there for the rest no, of the No, but time. what I'm saying is he, used, he, he was in the Marines, Alfred. Alfred's like... A, Alfred's a, like... Yeah. He's a fucking fighter. What if he knows brought, how to what fight? What if they brought Michael Caine back? I like Michael Caine, but he would be tell, too, he would be tell too, Michael Caine's grizzly. He's fucking. He he's would cockney, be, he would be you know, too like, old. Um, he'd be too old now. Well, Andy Serk- Andy Serkis has done Cockney in one film. Was he Cockney? No, he's he's a is he new? But you can, but what I'm saying is you can believe that Michael Caine was in the army or he was in the Marines or something. Yeah, he's okay, pretty he's enough. pretty like he's classy hard, yeah. and shit. But you you can think he's like gritty and like rough. Yeah, especially after watching uh, Kingsman as well. Yeah, who who's who played him in Batman vs Superman? It was Jeremy Irons, wasn't it? He was good. He, he was good. good. Like he was that. good, but you can believe that he was. Like, I think you know, Jeremy Irons he was a fighter. Fit, would fit more in this film because of yeah. the age. I think 
I don't think he's that old. He's in his sixties. I'm trying. Oh, who played him in Gotham? Sean Pertwee is quite good. He one. was good. Yeah, he yeah. was really good because really he's good, very, yeah. very cockney. He's very funny. He was more cockney than Michael Caine. Yeah, he was so good. He was still quite old though, which I found kind of strange because Bruce Wayne was only meant to be like sixteen. Yeah. For me, I mean, that's the only the only like series that actually explores Bruce Wayne's teenage phases. Um, is Gotham. It kind of explores it because yeah, it, but now know, we're, we're going to get a, 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 like a year one Batman now. Not yeah. not like Batman Begins. That, that doesn't feel like a year one Batman. No, it feels like he should have been doing it years before he started. Like he looked too old in the start of Batman Begins. Yeah, like he looked like thirty five. Christian Bale's like so he was like forty. <laughs> yeah, he looks forty, and then when he's thirty nine, <laughs> he looked you know thirty eight. Doesn't know. Uh, apparently, Robert Pattinson um, received advice from Christopher Nolan when he worked on Tenet. You know the new film where him and uh, John David Washington play like the, the like alternate timelines or whatever. Oh yeah, looked really interesting there. So he spoke to him about it. So I, I, I that, that that even helps. So apparently he spoke to uh, Ben Affleck as well. So he's getting all his advice from all the actors. So I mean, if he could do a good job, Affleck only played him <laughs> what twice? <laughs> no, four times. Three times. Four times. Oh yeah, but it doesn't really count in like Suicide Batman Squad. Superman, Justice League, Suicide. Oh three, yeah. It doesn't really count in Suicide Squad because he was in it for like four seconds and you didn't even see his face, did you? No, he's the one who collected them all. He, he, he spoke to uh, Will Smith. Yeah, I know, but you don't see, really see his face, do you? He's wearing the Batman. Yeah, so Batman Affleck, though. And he was the barman Phantoms, yo. He was there for like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's dark and I like the fact that they use... There was one scene in, in particular that I really liked for the cinematography and that was the um, the scene where he's dancing in the, the public toilet. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's got it's got like the really greeny bluish light, um, white light, like shining on him. But then there's like the light coming from outside is like overly orange and like really warm. Yeah, and there's another light above the, the you know the greeny light that's that's the like re- that's really warm as well. And it's just such a like crazy contrast. And then the fact that both the lights hit the mirror at the same time, it's just like oh, it's just fucking sick. What do you think of the whole? Um the laughter being part of his... Yeah, like, I was literally about to say that. I, I'm, I think that's one of the only other aspects that I don't really like. Is, is feels it, a bit too forced. I feel like it's a bit too forced. It's a bit coincidental. Yeah, is that, you know, oh yeah, of course the Joker has like, you know, a laughing But at disorder. the same time, I think, because they're trying to do a realistic approach, that, that pathological laughing would make more sense than someone going insane and then laughing because they're insane. He's already laughing because he has this condition. Yeah, I guess. So it kind of gives a sense of realism to it. Even though it is a bit coincidental, the fact that he becomes the Joker and has this manic laugh, it's it's kind of good to see that he always, he always had his always part of him anyway. Yeah, true. And his descent into madness is what makes it even more sinister. I think it's just incredible. Like, that's my take on it anyway. I don't know. I think it's really good. And I think he doesn't kneels it as well. And I like the way he acts like a little, like, posh boy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's weird, and I don't know. It's weird it's, dancing as well. It's weird dancing. I crackhead. love it. <laughs> <laughs> serious crackhead behavior. And then he looks all weird in the start, and like just like homeless. But he looks so sick with the cot with the with the suit on at the end. Yeah, oh, he looks great. That's like, where did he get the suit? How does he no, afford but that? See, but see, the best makeup from it, right, was the um, when he lets the um the the one clown go and he kills the other one in his apartment, and yeah. he's got the white um the white. Oh yeah, the uh, just paint the, on just his the face. white paint. Literally, just no the eyebrows, white paint on his face. The green hair, and he's got the green hair. That's when he looked the best in this film, yeah. in my opinion. I think if all he would have needed was that stupid black eye um, eyeshadow, yeah, that he had the um, Heath Ledger's one had as well, 
and it would have completely... But at the same time, I think they wanted to do something different than yeah. Ledger's. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But, like... I liked it because it's, like, his, obviously his um, occupation at the time is, uh, well, was at the start of the film. He was, like, a kind of a, a dancing clown for, like, kids and, like, he did any old jobs that required clown, clowns yeah, exactly. to be involved. Um, so it makes sense he's got more of that traditional clown kind of... Yeah, yeah, of course. His confrontation with Thomas Wayne. Oh, I know. It's kind of, I, th- I think that's, like I said before, that's the only thing, that, the only other thing, well, one of the other things that annoyed me um, was they made the Waynes to be out as, like, horrible Hey, we'll see, this is, when, this is when I get to, like, when we get to, like, the scene where he's, um, he punches him in the bathroom because he yeah, confronts him about being his say, dad. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas, com- so, him confronting Thomas Wayne. Throughout the film, he, he, uh, you know, writes all the you know writes all the wrongs. You know, to kills all the people who wronged him and wronged him in his own way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then them taking that alleged uh, ending out of the way, where he kills Thomas and then Martha Wayne, who did nothing wrong. Because that him, gives him that gives him closure as a character. That like yeah. that completes the the arc. Is that he wrongs he he kills everyone that wrongs him? Yeah, kind of kind of like Aya. Yeah, things. exactly. <laughs> I don't remember, but she doesn't actually fulfill her destiny. That she she doesn't be, kill Cersei. She Ar- doesn't Ar- kill Arthur Martin. Stark. <laughs> yeah, Arthur St- Arthur Fleck. Uh, Arya Fleck. <laughs> it works really Arya well. Arya Flecken. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Where the fuck did you get those cigarettes from? <sighs> I'm glad you started off with this again. Because we had a little bit of a break, but like, yeah, I'm yeah, glad you've started of off with this again because this is the age-old question. The age-old question is where the hell does he get his cigarettes from? Like because he has them in, he has them in so literally many. every scene. He's smoking somewhere, somehow. There's even a scene where he doesn't have a cigarette yeah, in and one then, shot, and then, and then, then he just and then he's, and then he's smoking one. Yeah. And then the next shot is gone, yeah. He's he's <laughs> a magician. He's a god, actually. He's the god of the god of cigarettes. cigarettes yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, even like even when he was in the um in the hospital at the end, and uh, and he, he smoked a cigarette. Yeah, and it's just like nowhere. Just like, You're like, what, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. But the big reveal that um, that she was just a figment of his imagination, pretty much. Yeah, like but she, she still existed, though. Oh yeah, she still. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, she still existed. But what I'm saying is, like, he was, you know, being delusional. Yeah, thinking she was there. He's mad, though, isn't he? Yeah, but like uh, that big reveal. Now that you've watched it, now we've watched it back through again. It's, it's fairly obvious. It's pretty it? obvious it's because she says stuff like, "Oh, you're you're so um, you're so funny." Yeah, and, and it's bit, just like if we, I she think it's, I think say it's that. the bit where she's in the hospital with him that seemed weird. Yeah, is when like, it started. Even then. if they were like dating, like you wouldn't just bring the girl you're dating to see your mum yeah. in the hospital if you've never met your mum before. Yeah, that's just weird. And then they showed that montage, didn't they? Where it's just like she never existed, and he's just like talking to himself. I know we've mentioned it though. What? But if they would do a sequel, like how would you like it to be? Um, because like, I mean, I guess it is confirmed now, isn't it? I would like if Batman was involved as little as possible. They can. Like, ha- they can like be this film. Yeah, I think. I think then there there can be. Look, there we go. There's the sirens. Um, it can be. It can have some aspects of Batman in it, like some references to Batman, but I feel like still be his own thing. Maybe it's. I feel like he's still, sh- as in, like you know, like how um, in the tough thing da- with that in, like, like like say in Dark Knight Rises, um, what's it called? Is um his his like code name at the end is Robin. Yeah, and it's something small like that where he's not actually like the character. It's just a nice little you know. He becomes a character at the end, like. But like you know, it was it like. 
he was clearly not Robin, is what I'm saying. But like, yeah, it's a yeah. nice little nod to the fact that Robin exists in other universes. Something like that would be nice. Like they take some okay. aspects of the Batman like mythos and just put it all together. Maybe add. Would Would you reckon they would add like another character, like another villain or something? Maybe another villain. I think. Yeah. Would, be all would, right. you, would you put in it? Oh, with the Joker. Um. Like the obvious would be Harley Quinn, but I don't want to see that. Yeah. Like, we don't need that. We, we, got, need we, that got Harley, we got Harley Quinn from. We out don't right need now. that again. No, I just don't think she'd fit in this particular thing. It's just it's too like. It's a bit before time as well. I mean, if they did five years from now, she still wouldn't be, you know, because she, I think she made, well, I'm basing off her debut, which is like 1993, I think. Yeah, Joker was already And that would old. make sense, because you could check her in the 90s, because that'd be kind of like, if yeah. they made a third film, she should appear in it. But like, yeah. neither of them are like crazy in that sense, they're just, they're just kind of more, you know, I don't know, mentally Actual Ill. people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, this is quite grounded, like, you know, the Joker and thing, he's just, he's just manic, isn't he? he? Like, his insanity is a bit too extreme. And mm. too well, it's not. It's just unrealistic. But this is kind of realistic because he's been driven to this point. But obviously, he is a bit, you know, fucked anyway. But obviously, it just wouldn't exist with that too comical kind of Joker. So I don't I'm mean, trying. To, I'm trying to work out. You have to I'm... die, Ali Quinn, down a little bit. Yeah, I'm. Mark Robbie's doing a, a great job of doing that. Like, because you know, I think she was great, dude. <sighs> She's okay. I think it just it it just it made her look better because the movie was awful. I think she's one of the, the same I think she's Will one Smith. of the best. Well, Will Smith was good, but I just like he's not coming back for the James Gunn film. So is he not? He's not. No, only a few. Only a few. Um, a handful. Handful. Hand only few. a handful are coming back. Yeah, so Margot Robbie. I think Jai Courtney. Um, I think Jai Courtney was good. Who could who plays Captain Boomerang? Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Um, the fucking no. It's Jai, um, Jai Jai Courtney is a. Uh, no, he does play Captain Boomerang, doesn't he? Oh shit, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Viola Davis is back as um Amanda Waller. Yeah. Um, and then the rest, obviously, quite new cast, but uh, Cara Delevingne's in it as well, isn't she? No. Well, it's not. It's not. Wait, it's not Cara Delevingne. No, 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 the um, sequel now. The James Gunn. The, the oh wait, she's just not going to be in it. Okay, right. No, mind. no, she's gone. Deadshot's gone. Most of the most of the characters are gone. They just kept the ones that like had meaning. Yeah, fair enough. Because Will Smith didn't really have much of a story apart from just the thing with him and his daughter just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, true. Like at least they're Harley just, Quinn. They're just, like... just going to focus on Harley Quinn now because it's more marketable, isn't it? Like... Well, it's because she was the best thing about that film. That's the thing, see? No, but also Viola just... Davis was incredible. But also well. just because of Harley Quinn's, the, the character itself, Harley Quinn. Nobody wants to go and see a Deadshot film. People will go and see a Harley Quinn film. Oh, hands down, yeah, yeah. Like it's oh, def- she's, she's definitely, well, more, she's know, definitely she's the more popular to... character. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that show was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my thing. Like. I mean, and Deathstroke. See, as well. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, put Deathstroke in the Deathstroke um, is fucking in the next in the next Joker film, but I, d- I still don't think he would work. Actually, he would work. I don't know if Deathstroke would work. No, I could see it. Do you know who they could put in? Would work. The Penguin would work. Penguin would work very well because he's not super powered. He's just a mob boss. He could end up working for Penguin. Yeah, and then he obviously makes his rank as like the you know the crime yeah. prince of Gotham. Yeah, exactly. So like, no, he gets and you'd, the, like, you'd have you'd have Car- Carmine Falcone as well and stuff like that. You could you could start because they're real characters. They don't so have he's, superpowers. He's still like he's the Joker now, but like he's still he's still gonna gain that like kind of like confidence and think you know he's getting there. But I, I don't think at the end of the first one he could be 
you know, maybe the end, like, yeah, you maybe can, like, so, maybe one you of can them, beat the penguin and be like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe Falcone or Penguin like contact him about because of his antics and stuff like that. Yeah, they need him as like a yeah, because he's he's, he's not quite smart. But you could have and, all of those yes, gangster you know. characters in it. Yeah, all of the gangster characters will work. Maroni, um, the Penguin, Falcone, they would all work. Riddler, would you say he's a bit like? Uh, I feel like the. The Riddler is a bit is a bit too uh, a bit too campy of a character to have in this kind of universe because it's all about you know these these like lame riddles and stuff like that. It just wouldn't be something that happens like. A fair, that's a fair point. You but, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd love it. It'd be great, but like, I just don't think. Yeah, it's I'm trying right. to think how it would like contrast Arthur Fleck in it. Right. So what I want to do, I want to bring back another recurring segment: yeah, rotten on. reviews. And there's some good ones here as well. We'll get right into this. Alright, ready for the first one? Go on. This film was a Joker cosplay more than Joker. A cipher elevated to saviour by the disenfra- disenfranchised and angry. It is not only a bad joke, but also a sad joke. Um, uh, I, I kind of understand the first sentence. The film was a Joker cosplay more than Joker. Because I kind of I kind of th- see that because it's for me it's not re- he doesn't really play like the Joker the Joker yeah he kind of plays a different like a, a a different like I wouldn't even say a different version of the Joker there are some scenes like the scene in the apartment where the two um, where he kills the two other clowns or he you know he kills one of the other two other clowns yes, that's one guy, yeah. um, is incredible and that one that that bit for me is the bit like the most Joker part of the film. Yeah, because you said about the makeup and it with the just yeah, the all white face looks, and the green hair. Insane, yeah. It's like ghostly, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's clown makeup, but it's not like I feel like his final makeup that he has on isn't isn't like threatening enough. Yeah, it's still just you know standard clown makeup. I think right now he's just trying to blend in. And yeah, he exactly. might You might figure out like a new type of, you know, you might alter it in it. I don't think he'll go kind of like full comic book style. Yeah. I think he'll stay oh, yeah, his own kind of like you know. But I would like it if it stayed like this. Yeah. Right, so the next one. So the result of these creative decisions, however, is that whatever powerful power Joker as a pop culture icon might wield Joker as a movie feels tough. Mm, I get that because pe- there's a lot of people have seen how the Joker has been recently. Yeah. In a lot of the last couple of films or the last couple of like, Say like you know, even if it was you know in the Gotham TV show or in any of the last couple of films, it's it's always been a similar kind of Joker. Yeah, and this one is quite far removed from those. I ones. think it's just because this is feels it's put more in a realistic setting rather than the yeah. other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not really a comic book movie. Yeah, it just takes a character and kind of elements from the Batman. Yeah, which is series. why which is why I said before I don't think it's I think it shouldn't have been. It didn't need to be a Joker film. Yeah, I think if it was, if it was something else, and it was just you know a guy who had the same thing. It's a gritty take on it. Oh I, yeah, it's such an original take as well. I I I do enjoy it though. Oh, I like. I it, mean, yeah. it's one of my favorite films of, of twenty nineteen mm. by far. I don't think we did. I think we did that, didn't we? We did our favorite films. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned Joker actually. I think Joker's my second, maybe. Anyway, on to our third one. We got. Um, it's an incredibly heavy film. It's well done, but it's heavy and leaves the viewer feeling like they've just gone 10 rounds in a heavyweight boxing match. It's mentally exhausting and desperately dark. 
I get that, but I don't think it's a bad thing, <laughs> really. Yeah. Some films just are like that, where they're just a bit intense and wild. So, like, yeah, I get that, but also I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I, that's the whole tone of it. That's mate. the whole, yeah, that's it's the It's supposed point. to be intense. It's supposed to be, like, gut-wrenching, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every step for, every step he goes, it just gets more and more, like, just... Like you don't whole, know when it's going to just... The whole point of it is Arthur Fleck never really has any time to and you're rest. St- you're still waiting for him to become the Joker and he just keeps pushing him, yeah. pushing him. So it does feel like a boxing match. But like he mean? never has a rest or anything. He never... And that's just that's just the, the you know... Doesn't eat. He doesn't... Yeah, but he that's, just, that's just his life. That's yeah. the tone of his life is that he's... It's all very quick and very, you know, oh, one problem after another and nothing ever stops. He never yeah. gets any like... Until he gets this like... Trump, yeah. You know, when he... He wins. By it just gets from yeah. bad. It goes from bad to worse for him, and that like that's just that's just how it is. There's never going to be any quiet moments. This is a good one for you. I know you like this one. Right. Where did the Joker come from? What's up with the clown shtick? Is his mom named Martha? All these questions and more are answered definitely by director Todd Phillips of Walking Phoenix. It only takes two ponderous hours. <laughs> Wait. What do you think of that? <laughs> Was his mom called Martha? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was. <laughs> no, I don't think she was actually. No, she wasn't. There's no. I don't way. think this guy liked the film at all. Man. We would have, we would I don't have, think he liked it. We would it have seen it. We would have seen it if. if What's up with a clown stick? I mean, have you what? <laughs> I mean, he's what? Uh, he's, where the, did, he's the Joker. Where did the Joker come from? What's up with a clown stick? What? 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 What's, what's he asking for? Like, it's it's clear with the clown stick. Yeah. Only he's a Joker, he's, and he's a, that was his job. He's a clown. <laughs> Where did the Joker come from? I'm guessing Gotham. <laughs> yeah. No one knows who his parents are. But, you know, we might find out that in episode nine, Rise of the Joker, innit? Episode <laughs> nine, Rise of the Joker. Right, I'll do one more. It is over before he begins because there is no other possible outcomes that we eventually arrive at. And Philip and Silver don't give us an interesting enough trajectory to make up for that lot. I get that, actually. That's a fair point, I think. You reckon? Yeah, because we know exactly where he's going the entire way along, and it's it's also very obvious, and it all happens very quickly. That's a good point. I mean, they do try to like, like he does one comedy. I, th- I show. think I think when you think about it, actually the the kind of structure of it, he goes it's probably on... the only structure you could possibly do for this kind of origin. Yeah, because you know he's going to eventually become the Joker. He has to. Yeah, right, unless but he dies. St- but stuff like you know, he he does one comedy so show, they, and, they and it keep... just so happens that his video gets sent through to yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah, yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah, there's enough. It's all very circumstantial. And the fact that he gets he gets asked to come on like weeks after it's been aired. Yeah, like week. It was like a few weeks. He said, I think he said, oh, uh, you know, the scene where he's on Mario Franklin show. He's like, oh, it's been weeks. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. I actually, actually it's all very that's convenient. A, that's a, that's a fair isn't it? one. Yeah, that's it's quite like, convenient. But I mean, like. Is it entertaining though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very entertaining. I do understand that point, and I think it's a very valid point. But I also think it's it's still quite an entertaining. There's one thing watch. I think like, this is a kind of like example of what I'm trying to get at is I think a lot of people I know it's important to films, right? But I see films as like you know a whole art piece. So obviously the separate sections, so like you know the cinematography, you know, got the acting, you got costume, or just all the little bits, like you know, yeah, different categories, I guess. I think if the story lacks, I think it, it puts a lot of people off because obviously that's not a lot of people do go to see. But then once you see that see in the other aspects of it, in like a bigger kind of place than you would just putting the story as the main focus. 
Yeah. I think you can appreciate it more. Because, I mean, the story isn't that great for what it is. I mean, it's, it's a tough fucking story to crack. I mean, I think they did pretty well. It will happen. It's, it's still going it to it feel really odd. Cause, it happens too quickly. It feels no like one really business knows the Joker's out. origin. Yeah. They made this one up, and it's like, okay, they did a brilliant job of doing it, but it just didn't need to be made. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just it's just a bit convenient how he suddenly gets on the Murray Franklin show. He gets exactly yeah, where he, bit, he gets, it, it he gets exactly where he wanted to be at the beginning of the film. It's a bit convenient. Like, but like where he wanted to be at the at the beginning <coughs> of the film, he dreamed of being on the show with Murray Franklin, and then he goes on to the show with Murray Franklin and kills him. Like yeah, it's all very like, up. yeah. It just so happens that he's the one person in the world who wanted to fucking kill Murray Franklin, and he got the chance to do it. Like. So what do you what do you think of the um the interview scene then? Or that entire sequence, the interview with uh, Murray Franklin. Probably one of the best sequences, I reckon. Nah, I think it's one of the worst in the film, if I'm being honest. I actually no, no, not you know what, no, that's harsh because the first part's actually quite good. It's when he gets to the point where he starts telling jokes, I'm like, Oh god, yeah. no. This is this is awful. And then there's the bit where he says, oh, "What do you what do you get if you cross a, a mentally ill loner with whatever he fucking said afterwards?" I was like, that "Society is, doesn't someone, care about you." I was like, "Oh, fuck get off. what you fucking deserve." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, fuck off! Stop fucking get like it's so preachy and so on the nose. It's like fuck off." <laughs> right. Anyway, let's finish up. Tidy. Tidy. Thanks for doing it again. It's always been a pleasure. <laughs> you know it. Go do the fun. Just check us out on all social medias. The conversation is podcast. Check us out on YouTube on Hill Rap Productions. Yeah, just do all our stuff in it. So mm. we roll. <laughs> all right, see you later then. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>